bekommen. Are you directing? Yes. You don't even know, correct? No, I don't. Directing. Oh, no, but. And you do? Largely. How? Oh, 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 yeah, you were in marching band. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 36 of the Jingle Variety Hour. Jingle Variety Hour. I am Sean. I am your host, co host, whatever. I'm the old guy in the group. Um, I'm the old nerd. I'm the OG nerd. Uh, and I'm also dad. And that guy over there is. Yeah, Pontus, let's see, let's see. My name's Connor. I'm uh, I'm I'm hot a gangster of this of this duo. Yo and and may listen to me say. Okay. So for <laughs> radio purposes, when you get introduced, I'm, you have to jump right in. I'm not, Santa King. No, anyway. Anyway. Oh. So what were you talking about? No, no. Usually when I introduce you, it's like you take three or four breaths of this pregnant pause silence before you start talking because so. I'm trying to speak uh, because I'm trying to not stutter. Yeah, I know, buddy. I know. So um, why even bring it up? If you know what I'm doing, why bring it up? I'm just saying it's something to work on. That's all. Um, okay. So here we are. Uh, we're, I think our sounds are okay. I, I'm going to be further away from my mic. I've been a little bit too close to my mic the last couple of episodes and it sounds really bad. So I'm trying to not do that. Um, it's a habit. They always say lean into the mic, and I tend to do that too much, I, apparently. So anyway, um, we're using uh, new you software. You don't lean in. You s- try to swallow your mic. I mean, I mean, that's how close you get to your mic. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I should, I should have a, a quick clip of of uh, SpongeBob when he's licking his lips to play the trumpet or whatever in that episode. The clarinet. The clarinet, that's what it is. When he's playing the clarinet and he's just sitting there. Yeah, and he's doing that over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. I freaking hate SpongeBob. I was never a SpongeBob fan growing oh, up. Oh, we Luke watched. loved it, however. We watched SpongeBob all the time in our house. Come on. I didn't. I hated it. So, anyway. And Luke watched it. So, uh, we're a father and son ADHD duo that are the nerds of the house, although it's the nerds of two houses now since Connor moved to Ohio. Um, and this is to, our t- to be with my loving to be with my lovely bride Nikki. So this is our chance to do what we used to do in the house all the time and just talk about nerdy stuff. And nobody else in the house likes to talk nerdy stuff. So this is my chance to still have someone to talk to about this. He's got Nikki in his house. He can talk stuff all he wants to. But um, <laughs> my my house is full of muggles. So uh, this is our chance we talk to talk about everything geek related except for Kingdom Hearts. Nikki uh, will not allow me to play Kingdom Hearts. Well, she is pretty serious about her Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. She's pretty serious about yeah, that she stuff. Is. So, you know, you gotta and let her. But, but you um, gotta let her have that. Yeah, I know, but 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 she claims that that she doesn't let me play it because, um, be um because I have a habit of over obsessing and getting too into mm-hmm. fandoms, and um, and so she's worried. That if I play it, I'm going to get more obsessed with her than she is, mm-hmm. and and then somehow annoy her to, to, to death about it and turn her off of it. Yeah, 
Well, anyway. Which, so to be fair, I did that with her for Steven Universe, so her fears are justified. Ah, so okay. Uh, so you know, we usually just for anybody that happens to swing by, uh, we just talk a bunch of nerdy stuff. Uh, sometimes we get into serious conversations about the whole living on the spectrum and moving out as an adult and doing your your adult thing. So sometimes those discussions get kind of serious, but. We usually just talk a bunch of nerdy stuff that, that comes across our head, chase a lot of chickens, and we have a geek question every week that we that we Hence ponder. The mascot. And yeah, we chase a lot of chickens, so that's why we have chase the chicken. And um, so, and then we review with the sunglasses. Yeah, and then we review a random movie every single episode. We literally roll dice to pick a, a random movie and watch it that week, and then review it. So that's what we do. Uh, and a lot of times it takes us a really long time to get in anything because we start talking about stuff and forget where we are. So that's us. <laughs> so we always start with a life update. So what's been going on with you up there in Ohio as it's getting colder and a little bit more blusterier and snowier? I've um, I've been experiencing my first snow flurries up here, and the first time that I, I experienced it, I uh, I didn't have a snow scraper, so so I had to use a so so I had to go back upstairs and grab a hanger from 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 the coat closet, and then go back down d- down the stairs to my car and and brush off all all the snow and and try to get off some of the ice. Mm. Credit with, uh, with a coat hanger. Use your driver's license to scrape the ice on your windshield. The- Do that all the time. I'm not Cause, gonna cause we risk did, breaking my driver's license. No, no, because your driver's license, the plastic of your driver's license is pretty, pretty solid. It's not going to snap and break. You know, like a, a credit card can snap and break because it's it's a, a harder, more rigid plastic. But the driver's license are pretty good about that, dude. That's what we do down south because we don't. There's really not much of a market for snow or or scrapers down here because we don't get a lot of that. But we do get you know condensation ice on our windshields, and so that's an easy way to do it to scrape it. So in the future, but I know you just got it. Got it. Got you a scraper. Um, you're lucky. Yep. Okay. You should consider yourself lucky living in the part of Ohio that you do, because my my Wednesday morning men's Bible study that I go to, there's a guy in there, and he is from Cleveland. He lives in Cleveland for most of the year, but he has uh has like a house down here, um, at Callaway Gardens. That he comes down during, I think, summers and holidays when school's out of session because he, I don't know, I don't remember what position he has, but he is at like the Cleveland School of Music. He's a professor there or the president of the of the university. Anyway, so he's down here because their semesters are over, and so he's down here. And we were talking at Bible study the other day, and I mentioned that's fa- a good idea, Mister Bones. Oh, I didn't even say, hey, what's up, dude? Um. So, anyway, so he was saying that, you know, living in Cleveland, because I said, hey, Wednesday, it sounds like they're supposed to get nine inches of snow in Cleveland. He says, yeah, Connor's lucky where he is. They don't get a lot of that kind of snow, but in Cleveland, they get all that stuff straight off of the lake. He said last week they got 20 inches of snow in his driveway. So. 20 inches. That's that's almost two feet. Yep, yep. So, um, so yeah, so where you are, you kind of are outside that lake effect loop, so you're yeah. you'll still get some because you're in Ohio, but you won't get as much as he does in Cleveland. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So what else is going on with you? Anything else going on with you? 
Um, I've been doing a lot of present wrapping and present purchasing and and receiving for Christmas. Cool. Cool. And it sounds like my fiance is having a meltdown in the office. She's screaming at something. What the heck? Probably her friends. She's probably. She's still freaking screaming at. She's something. mad at something. Oh, and 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 by the way, by the way, Bones. It's freaking funny. By the way, Bones, nice seeing you, man. It's been a while. So, um, good good seeing you typing in here, and not just in here, but just anywhere, buddy. Um, okay, so me, I mean, there hasn't been a lot going on, although my next two weeks are gonna be a little crazy because I'm flying out to Seattle on Sunday, and that's why I'm wearing yeah. my 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 red hot. T-shirt, it's a place place in Tacoma. What what's Red Hot? Red Hot is the most awesomest place um, to eat in Tacoma. Um, it is like gourmet hot dogs, like strange recipe hot dogs, like the Hound Dog. Gourmet? What the? F- Which okay the the what Hound the heck Dog is the Hound Dog. The Hound Dog is a hot dog with bacon and peanut butter. And it's the bomb. They have they have the gangsta mac, which is a peanut hot, butter, peanut butter and bacon, and and then they have a hot dog called the gangsta mac, which is another one of my favorites, which is a hot dog and macaroni and cheese with spicy ketchup. So and they also have now like that makes more sense. They also have a constant rotation of about thirty or forty microbrews on tap at all times. So. It's just a cool place. We we go every time we go to Tacoma, go up to Washington. We try to go there. So I got to go there from Sunday to Thursday, and then I get to come home for the weekend. And then Monday, I turn around and go to Boise, Idaho for a week. So next two weeks, right before Christmas, I still say Boise, Idaho. It's kind of a random place. It's just where they do they do some military training, and so we're they're just doing some exercises up there. And so I get to go. So that's cool. Um, so that's kind of going on here. I've been doing a lot of. You know, Christmas type getting ready for that. But other than that, it was nice getting your mom and your brother back home from Oklahoma. They've been gone for almost two weeks. So yeah. so that's that's pretty much what's going on here. Not much else. Nothing. I mean, you know, I live kind of a boring life. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, because you're a boring old fart. Well, I'm boring and I'm old and I do the other as well. <laughs> so I guess you can call me that. Um <laughs> We did have we did have our, our our unit Christmas party today and and had the ugly Christmas sweater competition. So I wore my Seattle Seahawks ugly Christmas sweater, and I came in second place. I, I can't believe that nasty bright lime not nasty but that bright lime green sweater Christmas sweater. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't win. Oh, Dad. Yeah. Oh, Dad. No, no, no. Nikki would win that contest hands down. Her ugly her ugly Christmas sweater. Comes with lights. Yeah, there was two or three people that <laughs> had lights on theirs. So, yeah. So anyway, anything else going on? No, not really. Then what do you want to talk about? Where do you want to go? Hmm. I say we dive right in. Okay. So, geek question or movie? Geek question. Obviously. Geek question. And, and. I have a sound effect for the geek question. Finally, I came up with one. Finally. Jinx. Now, it's a work in progress. Nope, 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 nope. You can't talk. I jinx you. You can't talk. What are you going to do? Drive down here from Ohio? <laughs> um, 
So it's a work in progress. So this is our geek question sound effect, and it may change, but anyway, so. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. So answer the question immediately. Ah. I don't even know what movie that's from. I know it's Schwarzenegger, but I don't even know what movie that's from. (laughs) So I know. I I know. I saw saw what he said. So... Um, what's the geek question? You're the geek question guy. All right. Which story or character still terrifies you and why? Okay. All right. I mean, I know I'm, that's easy for me. Uh, and, and we're kind of, we're kind of getting to where we're kind of trying to tie our geek questions into the movie that we're watching that we review for this week. And, uh, the movie that we watched, if, there, if there's absolutely no way to do the the movie that we watched this week is a horror movie. So, anyway. Ho, ho, horror. Yeah, yeah, get it. Yeah. So, anyway. All right, so the Greek question oh, is... Dad, look. Um, look, it's... It's um, from Kindergarten um, Cop. I saw that, it, yeah. It's from Kindergartner Cop. Yep. So, have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen Kindergarten Cop, Connor? Have you ever seen that? Nope, never. No. It's not a tumor. Never. It's not. So anyway. It might be a tumor. That's what that's from? Yeah, that's where that's from. So... All right, so so what character or movie or whatever still terrifies you to this day? And of course, you only have twenty four years under your belt, so you don't have a lot of. But anyway, go uh, ahead. let's see, a character that still terrifies me. Um, let's see, Gollum still terrifies me. Okay, Gollum terrifies the absolutely crap out of me because why? Because he's um he 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 is a little gray skinned. And a deformed person who speaks in the third person has multiple personality a disorder and literally bites off fingers and eats raw fish. Doesn't that kind of sound like most of the people How we grew up with not... down here? How's that not? <laughs> You're afraid of Kermit? <laughs> oh, that You're reminds me. Of... I've got a story about Kermit as well. I've got a story about Kermit as well. So, no. no. It's my turn to talk. No, go ahead. No, no. I mean, no, that's not the answer to my question. That's not the answer to my question. But I have, um. I have a, I have a Kermit story as well. So, so go ahead. So, so what's okay? So, uh, other than Gollum, um, what, what, what else going on? Otherwise, this is gonna um, be a really short see. question. Um, um, oh, oh, Dad. Um, um, have you, um, have you seen the first Ghost Rider movie with Nicolas Cage and Sam Elliott? I. Saw parts of it, but it's Nicolas Cage and Ghost Rider. It's not. It's not known to be high cinema, so no, I haven't watched the whole thing. No. <laughs> well, 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 well. There's this scene. It's um, it's um, it's it's one of the ending scenes, and um, and and it's after from Satan's son. I can't remember his demon name, but um, but but he goes to to Sao Paulo. And sucks in all of the souls of of, of the dams that were there, mm. um, and um, and then he literally, then his skin turns black, his eyes turn red, and and his face is constantly black shifting heart. F- from humanoid. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, black heart. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mitch is gonna know your comic characters, dude. He's gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. Thank he's you. A, he's our subject matter so, expert um, in this area. So yes. So yes, um. Um, when Blackheart um absorbs the souls from from Sao Paulo, I, I believe it is, um, 
His skin turn, turns this bluish black. His eyes turn red. And his face is constantly shifting for, for, from like regular human to bony fanged demon. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and it's this constant shift that just makes my skin crawl because... Yeah. Because um, his voice, his voice also sounds like hundreds of people all rasping and and screaming at the same time. It just yeah, yeah. makes my skin crawl. Okay, now, a story, an actual right. story that scares me every time. Yeah, is is honestly, it's the story of, um, um, it's it's the story of Medusa. Okay. Did you, do you know the story of uh, of Medusa of how she became Medusa? How she became Medusa? I don't. I mean, okay. I'm sure I knew that, but not, I don't remember it. Because um, I'm not. I'm not into mythology um, as much. Um, as anyway, you um, the story of Medusa of how of how she became the Gorgon Medusa is basically, um, she um she. She was in love, in love with the god um, Poseidon, and he was also in love with her because the because she had this amazing, charming beauty. You know, mm-hmm. she was smart, she was funny, and and she was absolutely beautiful. And 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 they would spread their love everywhere they could. I need to I need to um, add a sound. I need to add day, a, I need to add a sound effect for your fun facts because we get well, at least two or three every episode. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll just use um, the chicken as we um, go. Anyway, <laughs> I'll just use the chicken. Anyway, the best um, thing I got. <laughs> anyway, one day, Poseidon and Medusa, when um, spread their love inside, hide um, inside the goddess Athena's um, personal temple. Which, they spread. Which wait, 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 is... wait, 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 wait. You said they spread. Bas- basically, they f-ed in her temple. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That slipped out. I'm sorry. We don't use that language on that this podcast, bad. so yeah, you're that right. gets I'm bleeped sorry. out. That totally slipped out. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. Get, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> that's the name of my sex tape. <laughs> we, yeah, I'm we don't. Sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. It honestly yeah, just slipped out. We we that we, this is a family podcast. They had we don't. sex and um. Okay. Um. Um. They they um. They had they spread their love. Let's just say that in Athena's. Temple, which is a very, very bad um, crime against the gods and goddesses. So, so as punishment to both Poseidon and Medusa, Athena cursed Medusa to to become the Gorgon. Mm-hmm. Um, her um her her body turned turned snake like. Her she, she grew snakes in her hair, and every man she looked at turned to stone. Right now, thankfully, uh, Poseidon <laughs> was immune to this because he was a god. And but but still, still he was mortified at, at this change, and then shunned her, you know. Mm. And and then for years and for eons, she she lived hunting down everyone she could. Mm. And it's just that story still scares me because because they were punished for just doing what felt natural. Uh, and I well, I they were punished. Well, they were punished because right. it was a woman scorned. Don't ever, don't ever mess with a woman scorned, man. It will not turn out well. You know, it just won't. But, but that's the thing. It, it, it wasn't a woman scorned. Poseidon and Poseidon and Athena were never intimate. Yeah, they're yeah. basically, they're basically, um, um, they're basically brother and sister. Yeah, Actually, yeah. yes, that's what they are. Well, no, anyway, wait, no wait. uncle and niece, I believe. Okay. No, wait, whatever. Dang it. <laughs>
Okay. The, okay. Okay. The um the Greek gods and goddesses have, have a most screwed up family tree. Kind of like the South. So yeah. Anyway, you're from the South, so I, so isn't it that a dig have, at you? Yeah, absolutely, it is. <laughs> So, anyway, okay, that was a long, unfortunate trip we went on just now. Um, yeah. So, is there anything else that you're afraid of? Character, movie, story, whatever. That you can think or, um, of. Or, or, just, or just anything in general? No, the question is about movies and, and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> oh man, um, no, okay, nothing else then. All right, so moving on. Um, look, for me, it's pretty easy. It's 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 Jaws. I mean, it it, it is what it is. That that I couldn't tell you the last time I watched that movie. I don't know that I've watched it more than once. I probably watched it more than once. But the first time I watched it, and you've heard this story before. You know, it came out in, what, 75, I think it was, which meant I was seven years old. And back then, there weren't these multi-screen theaters. Of course, there's not any multi-screen theaters today in the COVID era either, but back then, it was just a theater was one screen, and they they might show two movies. You know, they show an early show would be one movie, the late show would be another movie. And if you wanted to see the movie, and it was a big blockbuster movie then you just had to stand in line and hope you got in you had to get there early enough to stand in line and get in to see the movie so the family decided we wanted to go see jaws or the family decided they wanted to go see jaws i'm seven it's not like i had a vote really we get in line and there's five of us mom and dad and you you know your your two aunts and me and we we just make it into the theater to see the movie before they were full the only place where there were five seats together was the front row. So your dad, at seven years old, got to watch a 40-foot-tall shark eating people from the front row. And, uh, yeah, that was, that, was, that, was, that was a watershed traumatic moment in my life. Um, so much so, I was scared to take a bath for a long time. Just because it was water, I would only take a shower. Then that got better, and then I would—I was afraid to get in swimming pools. Normal, uh, you know, concrete tub basically with chlorinated water. Closed off. Yeah. Okay. Then I was afraid to get in lakes, even though it's fresh water. And rashly, I know—I know all this stuff doesn't make sense. Um. Yeah, that that terrified me. And to this day, I mean, I'll get in the ocean and I'll go swimming and stuff, but I don't get too far out in the water. And if I see any fish swimming in the water, I remember there was one time we went on did a big family vacation to the beach. This is when your your cousins Jason and DJ, when they were little, like thirteen and nine or however old they were at the time, you know, or even younger than that. And we're all playing out in the water. And as we're playing out in the water, and we're about waist deep. A school of fish comes swimming by us really fast and swims through our legs. Um, immediately when that happened, the first my first reaction was inside my head. Nah, nah, nah. I literally heard the music in my head, and I immediately got out of the water. 
and I'm the adult, and they stay out there playing, you know. So that freaked the crap out of me. Um, still does. Uh, I never learned how to water ski because of it, uh, because I was a because. And this is so that's like junior high, high school, right? And I'm afraid to get in the lake to learn how to water ski because of those things. Um, when we're out at your at your grandparents' house out on the lake, you know, and we're out water skiing, you know, I mean, uh, on the jet ski and that kind of stuff. I'll yeah. get in the water, but I'm not a huge fan of it. There's 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 definitely a note of anxiety in the back of my head to this day because of that because it was a traumatic moment in my in a seven year old kid's life and it's shaped things right. So that's that's one for me. That's a character and movie that that still will terrify me to this day to watch. I mean, I would manage it much better now because I'm you an bet. adult. Yeah, but it still would be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I've got this vague memory of. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Bones, on uh, that irrational fear thing. Um, 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 I've got this vague, I've got this vague memory of back when me and Luke, who one time got caught in, in the riptide. Remember? Yeah. Um, did you swim out to help us? Yeah, y'all got caught in a riptide, and y'all kept getting further and further out. I kept yelling at y'all to come back, and I could bear, I couldn't hear you, but I could tell you were saying we can't get back. And so I immediately, and of course you guys were on floats or something. Um, but yeah. So I immediately no, we were on boogie boards. We were trying yeah. to catch a big wave. I immediately just instinctively ran out into the water, and and swam out all the way out to you guys, even though I know I'm swimming through a riptide, and then trying to get you guys back in. I mean, I almost drowned because every time I would push you, when a wave would come, the wave would take me under, and by the time I could get back up to the top of the water and swim to you for the next wave, it would throw me right back under again. And then finally I remembered swim sideways, swim parallel with the beach to get past the riptide and then come in. And we finally did that. And, and the, the lifeguards came out and helped. But um, I, even though I did it without second thought, as I'm running into the water and I'm swimming out there, and it's probably six, eight feet deep below me as I'm swimming out to you guys, it was in my head. Jaws was in my head. Sharks was in my head, you know? Um it's it's definitely an irrational fear, but it's there, man. So that one that one did it for me. Um, I'm trying oh, to think. Dad, of what um, what about when we went par? What about when we went uh, parasailing that one time? Remember? Yeah, when, you it know, was, um, it was when uh, Josh Cowan came with us. Yeah, yeah. That I was mean, kind of like our babysitter. Remember? Well, here, that one didn't bother me as much simply because. I knew what they were doing when they were dipping you in. They were dipping you in just to get you wet, and then they would pull you right back out. So I knew I wasn't going to be just, they were going to just drop me in the water, you know, 300 yards offshore and just leave me there. They were just doing it to just drop yeah. you in the water and get you wet and pull you right back in the air. So that didn't bother me as yeah. much because I knew I wasn't going to be stuck out there. If they said, okay, uh, pull the ripcord and just float down into the water and we'll come back around and get you, and you have to sit out there for 10 or 15 minutes while they come get you, uh, no, no. Mm-mm. Wouldn't yeah. happen. Mm-mm. Nope. So, you know, so like in, in the movie Jaws, I mean, just thinking about it now, the story that Quinn tells. Have you have you seen the movie? Have you seen Jaws? Never. I mean, it's it's worth seeing because it's great cinema. I mean, it's a Steven Spielberg movie. It's a great movie, um, and it may not bother me now as as it did back then just because I'm now 52 but Quinn tells a story uh when he was in the navy and their ship capsized and and I 
the and it's based on a true story in the Sea of Japan, I think, and mm-hmm. it was the USS Indiana or something like that. And like twelve hundred men went into the water, and only like two hundred survived because sharks came and started eating them. And then as they were eating one, more blood was getting in the water, and uh, um, and they just started just it was just like a smorgasbord for sharks. And so out of like 1,200, only like 200 survived or something like that. And that was a true story. And just the thought of that, sitting out in the middle of the ocean, knowing that's happening, and just waiting for your turn, just raises the hackles on the back of my neck. So, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, Bones, sometimes I think you're a glutton for punishment. I get it. And and I could make myself watch it again just because it's one of those movies you kind of need to see again. But to watch it every single year, as dramatic as it was for me, I don't know if I could do that, dude. <laughs> so my hats are off to you for that. So anyway, so that's that's the the main one that comes to my mind. Um, I'm trying to think if there's other ones. You know, look, I don't have a lot of exp- a lot of stuff to draw on because I'm not a huge horror movie fan, so I haven't seen a lot of really scary things. I mean, I saw the slasher movies, the Friday the 13th and the Nightmare on Elm Street and all that stuff back in high school. I mean, I saw all those. Um, but they don't they don't really they don't scare me, really. I don't like I'm not a fan of them. I know I know I know Bones is, but I'm I'm just not a fan of that genre as much. Um, and they're they're just they kind of became formulaic and they're just they were they're slasher movies. Okay. Every every scene you know who's gonna die because of how stupid they're acting or whatever. Um, I don't know, maybe The Shining is another one that's really kind of, just because it's just creepy. Um, but I can't think, so I don't have a lot to draw on, but, but Jaws is the one that easily stands out for me by far the most. So, um, I can't think of any other ones that jump out at me other than that one. So, um, so yeah, I guess that's my answer. So, so we have... Okay. Characters that eat fish and big fish that eat characters. There you go. Ah. And that's what we have. Full circle. Yeah. So we's all right. All right. Cage match. I mean, cage match. It's not cage. the fact that he eats fish. Cage match. Gollum versus Jaws. There you go. Right there. Is he going to um, eat the fish or is the fish going to eat him? There you go. Throw him in a cage. Throw him in a, throw him in a tank together. <laughs> well, first off, um, if... If they're in a tank, obviously, obviously the shark is going to win because Gollum can't swim. I'm taking credit for this chicken. I'm not blaming it on you. I, I started this chicken. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. But um, but uh, but I mean, obviously, if they're in an actual tank, the shark is going to win because Gollum can't swim very well. Yeah. Oh, oh what are you talking about? Gollum can't um, swim well. And, um, Gollum can swim like a fish. Gollum swims wonderfully. Wait, what? Gollum, dude, he lived under the Misty Mountains in an underground lake for 500 years. He swam to catch his fish. Yes, he's a great swimmer. I, f- I forgot about the lake thing. Yeah, so, yeah, dude, um, the, Bones. The only thing I, c- I can remember really about him is um, the fact that he followed Frodo and everyone on a piece of driftwood in a river. Right, right, because it was easier. To not, yeah, right, I get that. But but I, Bones Man, I love that show. I haven't watched it in a few years, kind of because it just kind of be the same episode every single time. But I, I absolutely love that show. But the <laughs> idea, Michael Phelps and Lord of the Rings. 
<laughs> but, but the idea of one of those guys. I would love guys... to see a race between Michael Phelps and against Gollum. Yeah. I would love to see that. But the idea when when if one of those guys goes overboard because it's the north it's it's the North Sea stuff in the middle of winter and those waves. Uh, I would you know if it was me, I would not expect to be getting saved. I would just go ahead and start swimming down to the bottom and just go ahead and be done. <laughs> Because the, the the stress and the anxiety of hoping to be saved as I'm floating up and down in that ocean, mm-mm. I wouldn't really be worried about a shark in, in that cold water. But but anyway, golly Moses, yeah, water I, water I just it's do, not a big I'm, thing for I me. I think Luke would would no me either in in that if he could, dude. Luke would do. He would try anything. Come on, he, yes, he would. He um he does do anything. I mean. I mean, he um, he full on survivalist camps by himself in the mountains. Well, I was telling him about a job um, that he could consider after his his stint in the Air Force. You know, because he wants to do the whole special ops surgeon surgical team thing when he's in the Air Force. And I'll tell him about being a para para rescue. Yeah, be a para rescue or PJ, which is kind of like you know military EMTs that they have to be jump qualified and dive qualified. They basically go wherever. But I was telling him after the military, there are actually people that they're like EMTs, but like if someone gets injured, like in Canada and Alaska, somewhere in the wilderness, and they they radio in and they need help, that these people will actually be flown out there and they'll just skydive into them. They'll just jump out of the airplane and skydive down to them to to provide medical services to them, and then hike them hike them out. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I could do that." I'm like, "I know you could. That's why I told you about it." So. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so I I feel like Luke is uh, is our Bear Grylls. He could be, he could be if he wanted to. I'd be interested to see how he handled Seer School, but um, it's survival, survival, escape, reconnaissance, and evasion, or something like that. It's basically teaching you how, if, like you go down behind enemy lines. How to survive and, and get away, and how to deal with being Isn't um, that interrogated. Spy school. Yeah. That's basically spy school. No, it's it's basically how to survive when you're captured by the field enemy. agent school. So, so anyway, so yeah, they 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 do that. I actually, sat on the plane going to Seattle one time with a SEER instructor because the SEER school is up in the Pacific Northwest. It was an interesting conversation. So okay, <laughs> so you want to do the movie? Oh, Dad. Yes. What? Um. Um, did you um I, I've got the I've got another vague memory. Did um did I we have, one all, time all my memories are vague school? Yes, we did. did we, we were go did we, we once Okay, here's the story for you. We were going down to <laughs> We were going down to Providence Canyon. It was like a spring break and we said, Hey, let's just go down to Providence Canyon, we'll rent us a cabin at the state park down there and we'll go down there, we'll hike Providence Canyon, do stuff down there. So yeah, we did that and to go to Providence Canyon, you go down 185 to right before the, the the main entrance to Fort Benning and hang a left. Well, you hang a left, you're still Fort Benning is on your right for miles. This Fort Benning, the military fort in Fort of uh, Fort Benning has as has more square mile area than the city of Columbus. It's bigger than the city that it's attached to. So we were driving by and. There's a sign for sniper school because the, the Army's, U.S. Army's sniper school is at Fort Benning. And we saw the sign for, for sniper school. And that was when I was full on into all the sniper, ghost recon, all this kind of stuff. And I thought it'd be funny 
to get over there and get a picture with the sniper school uh, sign. So we pulled the van over. I walked over, kind of jumped over the guardrail. Well, I didn't climb a fence or anything. I just dropped over this guardrail and went across the street to this sign, and Kelly took a picture. And as she's taking a picture, the MPs come driving around the corner and say, Hey, um, what are you doing? And I said, My buddies and I, we play Ghost Recon, and I'm the sniper on the team. And so I saw the sign. I thought it'd be kind of cool to get a picture. And like, Yeah, that's cool. Get. Go. Leave. Okay, sorry. So I almost got arrested. That probably would have been the one thing that would have kept me from getting the job that I have now if that had happened. But anyway, so <laughs> yes. So I once trespassed onto Fort Benning to get my picture with the snipers. I still got the picture. I still got the picture. So yeah. So anyway, but you, oh man, that that story still makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I've done some pretty stupid things. Not in a not in a, a a mean way, just just being stupid, just not thinking. Dad, yes. Dad, let's be honest. That's that's the McKay clan motto. We've we do stupid. No, the McKay clan the McKay clan motto is Manu Forti, which is with a strong fist, with a strong hand. That's the actual McKay clan so, motto. You know, motto. The McKay so, clan crest, and the so Mc- it means we fight people a lot. No, it just means that we're strong people. So, I mean, I've got I've got the plaque in the in my office with the official McKay tartan and the McKay clan crest with the 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 hand and the sword through the belt and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, another chicken, a Scottish chicken. So, anyway, I we, I thought I thought we were Irish. So the story goes, another chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna have some chicken now, are we? One. So, <laughs> so no, no, so, that, no, that this is gonna be a flying Scotsman. So you the Scottish is, do you? The Scottish McKays, it's M A C K A Y, and the story is that our clan of McKays left Scotland and kind of migrated to Ireland. And when they did, they dropped the A, and it just became M-C-K-A-Y. You know, and our official way we sign our last name is officially like M-C-K-A-Y, but there's a line under the C, and that line kind of repre- it signifies that former A that was there. So, um, so yeah, so we technically were Scotch-Irish. You know, we're up in that area. Although, I told you a long time ago that I had a distant cousin that was doing genealogy, and this was back before Ancestry.com and all that kind of stuff where it was easy to do. So she'd been doing it for a couple of years, and she had gotten all the way back to the early 1800s or late 1700s, and we're all still in Georgia. So she hadn't even gotten overseas. (laughs) So I just tell everybody we were all the drunk Irishmen they sent to the Georgia penal colony, you know. So that's that's and then we just stayed. So that's that's us. We were the drunk Irishmen. I mean, that just makes sense. It just makes sense. It makes for a good story. It's completely not true, but it makes for a good story. So anyway, let's do the movie. All about dad. Dad, you yes. forgot to answer to this. What? Do you know what a flying Scotsman is? No. Do you know what a flying Scotsman is? I just said no. All right. All right. Is anything you like John? Is anything like Jonathan Barrowman? You take a whole chicken. <laughs> no, it's not. But you take a whole chicken. Oh, that looks like it. Look, look. It looks like my face now. It looks like it kind of took over my face. Oh, my gosh. No, Dad, Dad. Get chased away from your face. Dad. Get chased away from the face. There. 
get chased away from your face or I'm not going to tell you the story. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> God dang it. I knew that. I knew you were going to do that. Let's go into the movie. How about we do the yeah, movie? Let's, go, the let's movie. go to the movie. Because you got to go to work tomorrow. You got to be up at four o'clock in the morning. So, of course, I'm probably going to be playing Xbox till four o'clock in the morning. But anyway, okay. So, how about, how about the next? Let, let's do the next installment of Roll for Credit. There you go. I've said it right the past twenty times, and I'm and, and I get it wrong once. Yeah, anyway, yeah. okay. So for this uh, installment of Roll for Credits, we reviewed the 2019 movie, uh, technically a horror movie, Eli. Um, so yeah, uh, neither one of us like horror movies, um, and neither one of us really thought that after the first. But even I wouldn't call this. I was about to say, even after, you know, even though we're not hour. horror movie fans, after the first 30 minutes, it wasn't really a horror movie. It, it you know, it was kind of It was, stupid, it was more silly. of a mystery It was weird. It was weird at the end. It, it just really was. So, yeah. all right. So, the, the it, tagline. Uh, it made a weird left turn. It did take a weird left turn. So, yes, I agree. Um, yeah, uh, Bones, you and I and Brandon are all in agreement that it was an awful movie because he and I were talking about it on Twitter. Um, so, and me. No, no, no. The three of us, were. I mean, me and, and, and Brandon were talking about it on Twitter. You weren't talking about it on Twitter. So, uh, anyway, the, the tagline is, or the little okay. line for the movie is, a boy receiving treatment for his autoimmune disorder discovers that the house he's living in isn't as safe as he thought. So, do you want to do the plot? you want to talk about the plot a little bit, or do you want me to talk about the plot a little bit? Probably me. I'll do the plot. Okay, go. I said I'll do the plot. Succinctly. Okay, so. Yes. <laughs> so, so basically, the, um, the, um, uh, the main character, Eli, is, um, is this young boy who, um, who supposedly has this auto, has autoimmune disorder. Bas- basically, he's a bubble kid. You know, he, um, he has to live in a bubble, special suits and all that. Everything needs to be decontaminated, scrubbed, whatever. Just, uh, just, just he can touch it. And, um, and so his parents, Rose and Paul, um, found found this supposed um, doctor who um, who who could hopefully cure his condition because because Eli wasn't born like this um, um he um, he was born normal and, and then up until four years prior he he was fine but um but um but then something happened in his body that caused him to become allergic to everything um air dust water everything mm-hmm. And, and so they found um, this doctor that supposedly could cure him, Doctor Rose, yes. right? Doctor No, Doctor Horn, Doctor Horn. Yes, yes, yeah. um, um, and Doctor Horn. So, so basically, the beginning of the moon movie is is them is them um, packing up in their hotel room, going towards this this facility, which which this big kind of old looking mansion type home type right, deal. right, and um and. And so they go in. They go through through this this um, decontamination scrubber thing, and 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 Eli is able to to take off his his special duct taped up hazmat suit and able to hold to hug to hug his mom for the first time. So that's a nice moment, and and all that succinctly. And I know. So <laughs> I'm getting to it. I'm 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 skipping a bunch of stuff. I really am. 
and, um, <laughs> um, and then, um, but, but as the nights go on, he starts noticing some things. Um, for, first, he notices a sort of presence in his room. And, um, and then, then after, and then after the first procedure, uh, Doctor Horn does with the help of two of two nurses, he um, he notices more things happening. He um, he's seen right. this this, huh? I just said right, encouraging you to continue. That's all. Yeah, just continue. <laughs> okay. He um, he he then eventually meets a girl named. Haley, who who lives outside of the of the uh, home, and they talk and, and they talk through 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 the window of this um, observatory type thing, mm-hmm. and and they just start to bond, you know. Mm-hmm. And she feeds him little bits of information about how things aren't what they seem here, you know. Mm-hmm. And then and then and then you can tell as the movie goes on, Eli is getting more and more suspicious irritable scared confused <laughs> and that creates a lot of tension <laughs> you don't have to stop talking keep talking. yeah <coughs> you can't talk and chew gum I, at I the same time read what he said well you can read while you're talking i wanted to read what he said you no can't. i can't no, you can't talk and chew gum at the same time you would never been able to handle marching no, band I can't. yeah no i wouldn't have that's mm-hmm. That's why I quit band in um in middle school. Yeah. Well. Anyway. So. 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 All right. Yeah, so. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the movie. So. 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 Eli then um, the, um then starts to do his own his own research his um his own investigating at night trying um trying to figure out what's going on. This um and, and this happens in the last twenty minutes of the movie. He, um, the 20, maybe 30 minutes of the movie, and that's where all the big confusing twists okay. happen. I'm not going to say what those twists are, okay. but big confusing and random twists happen. But otherwise, um, but, but it ends with Eli and Haley and his mom all driving away. Okay, that, that's that's giving Eli away stuff. Totally fine. That's okay. So, given what talking about the plot is a little bit more about just kind of giving the general summary so we can talk about the movie, not. Not telling the entire plot. So, basically, the kid's trying to get treatment. He goes and he starts seeing these weird things and starts seeing ghosts. And they keep telling him that it's just the medication and it's this weird treatment. And um, it's like three phases of treatment. And he's gone through the first two and he's getting sicker with each phase. And they say it's just it's just like that and it's just going to get worse before it gets better. But he starts getting some messages. Yeah. He starts figuring out from the these ghosts or whatever that they're trying to communicate with him they're not trying to hurt him and that's when he starts kind of figuring out hey maybe this stuff isn't all above board and there's something weird going on you know so um but yeah it 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 goes from okay you think that there's dead people and ghosts and they're going to hurt you to now it turns out that and and look, I mean, there's like a a religious cult kind of thing going on, um, and they're trying to save him from something, and they decide that they're just going to kill him, which they've done with all the other kids that have come through there, um, and he discovers it and tries to get away, and 
So it's kind of hard to talk about without giving that stuff away, you know? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Spoilers. It's just there's going to be spoilers. There's just going to be spoilers. Okay. So here's the thing. So so here's here's where it got weird. (laughs) Here's where it got weird. When he starts figuring out that these other kids are dying. Um, and they're trying to chase him down. His mother and father are convinced that this is going to help him. The doctor has talked him into it. As he's sneaking around and he's trying to figure stuff out and they throw him, he runs into Dr. Horn's room and locks himself in there. And he sees a picture on her bookcase. And it's all these nuns at like a monastery. And one of the nuns is Dr. Horn. Which is the home. Which is the home that they're in. And one of the nuns is Dr. Horn, yeah. and two the other two, two of the other nuns are her nurses. And he starts to figure out, hey, what's going on? And then at this point, at first he started, was, was communicating with the ghost through, they would like breathing on windows and writing messages to each other on the windows. But then little bugs started flying around. And this bug flew over to a crack in the wall, and he found this tunnel that went down. And there was like this weird sacrifice looking area it looked like a well with a lid on top and the symbol did you notice the symbol on top it was um it um it was a pentacle with three with three crucifixes on the bottom it it, it well here's the thing it looked like okay at first glance it looked like a a, a pentagraph right a pentagram it looked like a pentagram to begin with yeah. the star but the three crosses kind of represented the- it looks the three crosses on, of, of of the crucifixion. Yeah, of, and of, so of, it's like, okay, Jesus, so what's going on here? The, the thief and the other guy. Yeah, so that was that. So I'm like, okay, what's going on here? You got the pentagram, but you as part of the pentagram, you got the three crosses of the crucifixion, and then you got the cross over there with the little, little cross thing that has the crucifix on it. Dagger, which turns out to be a dagger. So they lock him down there. Um. The mom starts freaking out and gets away from him to try to save him out of there. He knocks her out, locks her in there to get away. She knows, she opens up that well and finds the other three dead bodies of the other three kids that had disappeared. Yeah. So then as they're going through all of this kind of stuff, what do we figure out? Do you what what did they finally admit to? What did mom finally admit to? He, he is literally the son of the devil, right? So, all through the movie, mom, mom's wearing mom wears a cross, and clearly, you know, issues it's super, of prayer. It's super religious, and clearly, you know, mom, you know, is praying through the through the the movie, and clearly, she has a faith. She's she's religious, but Eli is saying, "What did you do to me? Who's my father?" Because she says something about your father. And his father's knocked out cold or dead over the other side. So it's like, okay, that's not my dad. Face is scrunched in. Oh, yeah. He, 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 no, that was after. That was after he figured out who he was. So, so dad was kind of knocked out. That's what it was. And he's like, who, who's my father? And this kind of stuff. Well, mom says, and I was talking to, I was talking to Brandon about this earlier today. Mom says, I, I, we wanted you, we love you so much, and we wanted you so much. We prayed to God and prayed and prayed and prayed that he would give us a son. But he didn't. So, and at that moment you go, okay, wait a minute. So, you say you have a faith, 
and you prayed that God would give you a son, and when he didn't, you just naturally switched teams really quickly, very drastically, and said, hey, yo, Satan, God won't give me a kid. How about you? I mean, down the devil. And I'm sitting there going, and I just, at that point I started laughing. I literally started laughing because being someone of faith. It was forced. Being someone of faith, doing something like that, just flipping flipping the switch like that, but just because you're not getting what you want, that drastically is just asinine. And so at that point I'm like, okay, whatever. I... And so then he starts burning the... He sets the 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 doc, Dr. Horn and the nurses on fire and crushes dad his earthly dad's face. Um and there's a girl that he'd been talking to outside. She was outside the building and he would talk to her through the window. Haley. It's Haley and it's the redhead from um Stranger Things. And uh been talking to her through the whole thing. Well, she's staying outside their car when he and his mom come out and her eyes glow red. So clearly she's one of dad's kids too and she said you want to meet him and he says yeah and so she says all right mom she's talking to the mom says get in the car you're driving and so they leave to go meet the devil she's like i'm driving yeah so they um they told they totally set it up for a sequel which i do not want no one wants that I will uh, okay. Anything for Jackson? Don't I do not watch that. I probably will not. The only reason why we watched this one is because we landed on it with the dice. So um, we don't we don't usually watch any kind of horror kind of stuff by choice. So look, I will admit the first twenty or thirty minutes was scary for me because I don't like jump scares, and there's a few jump scares in there. Um, and of course, maybe the fact that I was watching it at two for o'clock, me, at one o'clock me, in the morning, it was laying the in ghostly bed. body contortioning. Yeah, so those things I didn't like all that. But then when you started figuring out, it's really the ghosts are trying to help him figure out a mystery of what's really going on. It ceased being scary of any you know, any kind of fear of any kind, and then yeah, all of a sudden to switch it into this religious cult, you're the son of the devil thing. I mean, it just because all that realization happened in like what the last twenty minutes of the movie, and it's yeah. like they said, okay, we got to figure out some way to make the put this twist in, this surprising twist, and it just wasn't even believable of any kind, you know. I just, so it was kind of a crappy it's, movie. It's like they tried to copy and I shamal on, on but uh, mm, but no, it was um yeah, it was like they were trying to copy M Night Shyamalan. He I didn't, I didn't see that. Time. No, I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, that. But that's. But that was a real twist. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Really, don't watch anything for Jackson, yeah, Connor. I, <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I'm never gonna watch anything <laughs> like that again, ever. Well, if the dice tell us we are, we are. <laughs> if it's not on Netflix, Hulu, or or Amazon, where we ain't watching it. Oh yeah, because we don't. We're because. You know, if you listen, if you listen to um, Brandon and Mitch, if you listen to their podcast, if you listen to Divided by Werewolves, um, they're basically and it, they they're basically a, a, a commercial for Shutter. They absolutely love the shirt the Shutter uh, service because it's basically Netflix for horror movies, and uh, so uh, no, and if no. you love horror movies, it's the bomb. I'm sure, but. 
we, <laughs> you and I are not. So it'd be like, yeah, the, no. The, the only horror movies I like is, um, are, yeah, see? are found footage. It's a, style, see? Style, um, I, don't even like, I don't even like those. It, yeah, see, it's a Shutter original. So yeah. they love Shutter, and and I hear it's a great service, but we just we just don't like the genre. So um, I'm the, old. The only horror, horror movies I like are the found footage style. Ones. Yeah, it's kind of like um, um, VHS, some um, Paranormal Activity, those things. See, I don't like those. You know, I think I think the things that freak me out more than anything with horror movies, it's not the slashers, it's not the um. You know that 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 kind of stuff. Demons it's, and and all that. It's stuff. It's more, yeah, the demons and the spiritual stuff that freaks me out. I don't like I don't like seeing that stuff. So that one really gets me. That stuff does. So um, anyway, so you know, look, the the acting was not great. Um, it's the Muppets. <laughs> Lily Taylor. Um, So Lily, Ta- I think it's Lily Taylor. She <laughs> she plays Doctor Horn, and I know her from back in the '80s movies, like Say Anything and all that stuff. And I hadn't seen her in forever. So um, so anyway, the, the, the other the rest of the movie I, and the guy, the guy that played the dad, I've seen him in a few things. As a matter of fact, he used to be in a oh god, a military show. I can't remember what it was called. Military TV show with uh, Dennis Haysbert and. So, uh, it was like a Navy SEALs type thing, but it wasn't Navy SEALs. I can't remember what they were. For a, for a split second, I thought he was the guy that played Merle in The Walking Dead. But oh, then no. I realized he's, But then I realized that's Yondu's actor. Yeah, that's Yondu. Yep, yep. So, speaking of Yondu, you told me, you showed me that oh, video. Dad. Yes. Oh, yeah. Of, of the guy that made an actual flying whistle controlled arrow yeah but it yeah which was it was kind of a cool as an, an, initial, an initial concept right 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 but hey did a better job than i would have done i mean i, I got to get an engineer to help me do my cosplay for next year i got to find i got to talk to matt and get him to help me with my cosplay for next year for dragon con because i need an engineer to help me build something what's your, what's your cosplay for next which is what Oh, I told you what I was going to do. What, what I wanted you want to, to do. Be? Okay, so I want to get a dolly. You know, I, like the I don't remember. Like the furniture moving dolly. You know, the hand trucks. Yeah. You know, but the, but the, you yeah. get the hand trucks that have the wheels that pop out of the back, so it just kind of tilts, but it supports itself. Yeah. And then I'm gonna get a couple of small motors, um, and remotes, and 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 put motors on the wheels, so that I can, so it can be self propelled and remote controlled. And then I'm going to get a straight jacket yeah. and get a Hannibal Lecter mask. And I'm going to be Hannibal Lecter. And I'm going to have the remote controls in the straight jacket with me. And I'm going to drive myself around in the, in the, I will, babe. In the hand trucks, like, like in the movie when they're pushing yeah. me around. Except I'm going to be pushing myself around. It's going to be self propelled. It's going to be Hannibal Lecter on some hand trucks going through Dragon Con. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to no. do. Now, how how are you going to get that up and down stairs and up and down escalators? Oh, no. Dude, they, they, they're handicapped accessible. They have ramps and elevators. Sidewalks. In the Marriott? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's so it, what, it'll what, work. What, it'll work. What about the Hyatt? I don't remember. The point is, that's what I want to do. 
If I'm going to do a cosplay at all, it's hey. just going to be that one next year because I don't I don't expect you're going to be able to make it down. So it'll just be me, and uh, so I'm not going to do one of our other cosplays that we normally do because that's a cosplay that you got to do with somebody else. I mean, Nego and Fezzik and Norman Cliff, you got to do yeah. those with somebody else. So since I I, 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 I also wish I could get Nikki to to dress as Carla, that would be perfect. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> So that's he could pour beer on you and and it would totally track. Yeah, well. But anyway, well, she never poured beer on 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 Cliffy. She never did that. She did. She did constantly. She saw, constantly poured beer on Norm and Cliff. I don't ever remember her pouring beer on who, those two. Who has seen Cheers through at least ten times? I don't know that I would admit to that, son. But okay. <laughs> That's a lot of wasted hours in your life. <laughs> I I have a lot of free hours. <laughs> no, not really. So anyway, okay. Oh, you wanted me to ask you because look, I'm I got nothing else really to say about the movie. It was, it yeah, wasn't for a horror movie. It really wasn't that scary except for a few jump, few jump scares at the beginning. The twist was weird. Yeah. It felt forced and it was forced. And it didn't seem to be consistent with the rest of the movie to me. It just seemed like, oh, let's this seems interesting. Let's throw this in there. And it just thematically I mean, did thematically it didn't mean, seem like, to fit. I mean, like, why I mean, why but but why would being half demon ca- cause his body to have that kind of reaction? It that's didn't. what I'm confused about. It didn't. You're not you don't remember. Mom had been get mom had been basically injecting him with holy water, causing that to happen. That's what she said. She'd been giving him holy water. He'd been drinking and ingesting holy water. That's oh, why he was that's why he was okay. having the burning feeling. So when they were injecting him, when they were doing the procedures and the, the Dr. Horn was injecting him and he, he was saying it burns, it burns, it burns, it's because she injected him with holy water. It wasn't some weird chemical. It was just holy water. Okay. So that's that's right. why that. Oh, um, so you missed so you missed that completely, huh? You said no, no, no. It's um, it's it's not that I missed it. I just forgot it. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about your writing, but we're kind of at the end, and you need to we need to get going anyway. So we'll talk about your writing next time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so you need to have something um, to tell me about next time. I want to hear. Ri- Go ahead. The writing, <laughs> um, the writing stuff was men was. Was was meant to be the 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 geek question, you know? Oh, okay. Well, that's, I still that's like to, what it was supposed to be. I'd still like yeah. to hear about that, and I want to I want to know that you're working on a short story for the anthology for Legion of Dorks for their uh, fundraiser next year. Because I'm working on one. So, are you working on one? Have you got an idea yet? I know. So, yes. Okay. Good. Because I've got an idea. I got to get started working on that. So, okay. I'm done talking about that movie. You know. I mean. You know. I, <laughs> We talk. We say that we do movie reviews, dude. I've listened to people that do movie reviews. We don't do movie reviews. We just talk about them. I don't think you could qualify what we yeah, exactly. say reviews. It's really just we just talk about the movie. Um, anyway, yeah. So we need to we need to roll for the next movie and then get out of here so that you can go crash yep. since you gotta get up so early. So we have added definitely. We've added Hulu to the list. Uh, so now we're going to either do. Yep. Netflix, Amazon, or Hulu, and Connor has decided he wants to take over the rolling duties. So why don't you take yep. over the rolling duties and, and roll, and let's see what we got. And I will look at our categories. So My- 
earbuds keep so, popping out. So before I roll, so so be so before I roll to hear here is the new criteria for 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 the movie rolling. Okay. Um, um, uh, um uh, before it was basically split half and half. Um, if, if it's low, Amazon, high, Netflix. But um, but with adding a third third thing, I um, I had to be a little bit creative. So, so if you roll a nat one, you just got to do a straight up re-roll. Two through seven is Amazon. Eight through thirteen is Hulu, and then fourteen to nineteen is Netflix. And and then then if you roll a nat twenty, the roller just chooses straight up if if they if they go to Netflix, Amazon. Or, or Hulu. This is seeming and overly on, complicated. The, the, the rest of the category. It, it's, it's not um. It's not overly complicated. And, um, I six out of dice. One two is to, one. One two it. three four five six. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, you just want to throw in all the nat but ones the and nat twenties. Gives us more options. Okay, go ahead. So row. Let's go. Let's all see right. what we got. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm doing. I'm pulling all up right. our list here. You. I'm um, using my special dice tower that Dad made me. All right. So let's see. Um, it's a fourteen, so that is Netflix. Netflix. All right, all right. Let's see. The genre is ten, and the number is seventy-nine. So that would be a thriller on on Netflix. So, all right, so yep. thrillers on Netflix and the seventy-ninth movie of there. Okay, all right. So y'all hang tight, and I'm going to go find it. Okay. All right. So, our movie that we're reviewing for next time is the two thousand. What? What? Nothing. I was, I was, I was being stupid talking through the uh, wrapping paper. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate that. Microphone. (laughs) Anyway, um, the movie that we're going to review for next time. Holy Moses is the 2018 thriller Delirium, starring Topher Grace, foreman from the 70s show. Um, foreman! He was, uh, I think he played, I think he ended up playing, was it uh, Venom on Spider-Man 3? Or was it Spider-Man 3? The, the, yeah, the chick, that the was chick, him? The chick flick Spider-Man. I swear, Spider-Man should, Spider-Man's suit should have been pink in that. Because not only the, I mean, the superhero cried in Spider-Man 3, and both villains cried in Superman 3. I mean, come on. There's no crying in Superman. I mean, come on. Really? Anyway, so the tagline for this movie is... They, um, they yes. cried in, um, in, in Endgame. Yeah, well, okay, whatever. They uh, cried in Endgame. So the tagline for Although, this movie... To, to be fair, that's because someone died. Okay. I'm just. I'm, I'll, I'll shut up I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm just waiting because as soon as I start talking, you're going to interrupt me again. So I'm just going to kind of just wait. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to okay. shut up. Cool. Cool. That would be awesome. I'm shut um, up. So the tagline for this movie is. Okay, just making sure. A man recently released from a mental institute inherits a mansion after his wealthy parents die. After a series of disturbing events, he comes to believe it's haunted. So I'm guessing that delirium means that he thinks, am I having delusions? Am I having hallucinations? Am I seeing things? Or is there really some weird ghosty, scary stuff um, going on? Crap. So 
Um, yeah. That's our movie for next time. I want to pull up. Uh, it does not look like it's probably a very good movie because the average rating score uh, on Metacritic is 5.7 out of 10. So it doesn't sound like it's going to be a huh. ripper of a movie, but we're going to kind of go from there and, and, and watch that. So that's what we're going to do for next time. Uh, we'll have another geek question. I will probably be a little loopy because I will have just flown in from Seattle the night before. Um, but that's what we're going to do, and we'll be back here next time just doing the same stuff, talking geeky stuff, uh, chasing a lot of chickens, and Definitely. doing the same crap we've been doing tonight. So um, we appreciate you guys coming and watching us and hanging out with us. And uh, that's that's it for us. So y'all have a great night. And until next time, stay nerdy, my friends. What's the pause for? There was no pause. There was. Oh, and we're gonna when the music's over before we go, we're gonna go raid Two Dorks TV. Okay. So. All right, guys, y'all have a good night. Thanks for watching.